Hello everyone, it's May 1st, which means we're just a few days away from the premiere of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Fortuitously, May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. So today, we're sharing a blog post that Chris originally wrote after the WandaVision finale. This piece explores Wanda's psychological journey and the lessons we can take from it. Originally published in March 2020, here is the post entitled, With Great Power Comes Great Responsibility. There are two words that anyone who has struggled with mental health knows all too well. I'm fine. Sometimes we say it to meet expectations. Sometimes we say it to avoid questions or suspicion. Sometimes we say it to comfort those we love. And sometimes we say it to ourselves in the desperate hope that it's true. Wanda Maximoff definitely fell into that last camp while lounging in her bathrobe. So many of us identified with her, especially in this last year of overwhelming stress and isolation. Marvel's heroes have always been relatable in many ways, but Jack Schaefer and the WandaVision team achieved something remarkable with Wanda. They made us relate to her not in spite of her power, but because of it. People have pointed out that the sitcom episodes match up with the five stages of grief, making the show Wanda's healing journey. We agree, but there's more to it than that. Wanda's power in itself is a metaphor for mental illness. Boiling point. Wanda didn't ask for this. She doesn't want it, and she doesn't understand it. In the same way that many people with bipolar disorder or schizophrenia carry genes for those conditions, Wanda was born with the potential energy of chaos magic. Then, as life went on, trauma after trauma leveled her. Parents' murders, Hydra experiments, Pietro's death, losing vision. Oh, and don't forget Thanos snapping Wanda out of existence. Superhero culture isn't exactly supportive of mental health care either. In fact, the message Wanda got from her fellow Avengers is much like the message women get from society at large. You matter less, others matter more. You have to help them, so suck it up. Only it's not superpowers that make women feel this sense of obligation. It's decades of living in a misogynistic world that tells us we're not worthy, that values perception over people. Wanda was in a position much like Meghan Markle. She was living within an institution where others viewed therapy and psychiatric treatment as weakness or instability. And the issue of public perception was actually legitimate in Wanda's case. Unlike the Queen, Ms. Maximoff has real power. So Wanda marched on as best she could, but everyone has a limit. A lifetime of trauma came to a boiling point as Wanda stood within the stark foundation of the home that would never be, triggering an acute mental break. Acceptance. Like many people who are blindsided by a psychiatric disorder, Wanda didn't initially recognize Westview as a symptom of an underlying problem. Denial, confusion, and fear sent her spiraling out of control, nearly destroying herself and thousands of innocent people. But Wanda was very fortunate. The people of Westview acted compassionately, staging a peaceful, heartfelt intervention that showed Wanda the impact her power was having on others. 
She also had a solid support system in the love of her life and her staunchest advocate, Vision and Monica Rambeau. And though it pains us to admit, Agatha was a pretty effective therapist. In the end, Wanda recognized an essential truth about her new identity as the Scarlet Witch. This power is not her fault, but it is her responsibility. She alone could make the choice to face her new reality and the challenges it entailed. And in doing so, Wanda made incredible sacrifices. We hope her journey shines a light on the difficult choices those with mental illness must often make. While WandaVision is a story about working through trauma, it's also a cautionary tale. One could argue that our final moments with Wanda show a woman making self-care a priority, accepting her power, and learning how to use it. But her level of isolation is concerning, as are her possible intentions with the Darkhold. Wanda is undoubtedly doing the best she can to cope with her power, but she won't be able to do it alone. Just like those who live with mental illness, she will make mistakes, she may relapse, and she might again become a danger to herself or others. If that happens, she'll need support to help guide her back to a safe space. Wanda's support system will be the Avengers. Though they're a small group, they have ample power and resources to shepherd her through the occasional uh, rough patch. But in the real world, no one has a team of superheroes to lean on during a manic episode or a panic attack. Not everybody has loved ones willing or able to help. And more often than not, those who need assistance the most are economically or legally blocked from receiving it. If 2020 showed us anything, it's that our individual actions and choices can have a tremendous impact on others. We are more connected than at any other time in human history. And that's why we all bear responsibility for the perception, discussion, and treatment of mental illness. So the next time mental illness confronts us at a hospital, a friend's house, a voting booth, or even in the mirror. Let's think about Wanda Maximoff and remember that we have a choice. We can be a Hayward or we can be a Monica. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you'd like to share your thoughts on this post, you can comment directly on the blog. The link is in the episode notes. You can also chat with us on Twitter and Instagram at Marvel Madams or email us your feedback at themarvelousmadams at gmail.com. Stay tuned for future installments of Madam Musings.